0: Welcome to the spiritguides.co.uk network radio. Tonight's guest is Elizabeth Francis, author of The Gift, From Spiritual Wealth to Financial Wealth. The Gift provides a step-by-step guide that helps you to acknowledge, identify and harness your unique psychic self. Practical information is also given for those that wish to turn his or her spiritual wealth into financial wealth by becoming a professional psychic. The book provides clear, detailed information and explanations that expel many of the myths that surround established spiritual concepts. It shows how to decipher the spiritual codes that come in the forms of signs, symbols and dreams to reveal the messages contained therein. Just say a very warm welcome to Lisbeth. Welcome to the show. Great to have you on, so um yeah, thank you for sending your book to us and I uh, you know, very and you know, I enjoyed reading it actually and um, oh, it was, um, it was I
1: was delighted I was delighted with your response actually and because I must admit you know um, it, is, it, it is it is it um, is um, quite scary to put something out there
2: <laughs> indeed <it laughs> yes yeah.
0: uh,
1: it was lovely for you know to get such a positive response back, so I'm very grateful
0: so is this your first um, book
1: yes. Oh, uh, yes, I haven't written anything before in my life.
0: Okay, it's great. Have I mean, you been published through Capital um, Barn Kapil as well? Band,
1: yeah. Yeah, they're good publishers. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think that's the other issue. Um, they're a very well-respected publisher, so if you've got a book published through them, it's rather like a qualification in itself. So, um, you know, I I've, I've, I've thought, Oh, bloody hell, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've done. They've done me well. They've done me proud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So, I mean, just just to get on, um, you know, can you just tell us the reason why you you wrote the book and what the book is yeah. about?
1: Yeah. Sure. Well, I wrote gift to, basically to allay people's fears uh, with regard to interacting with the spirit. Um, quite honestly, it, it it seemed to me that these fears have been caused by what centuries of superstition misinformation, and on occasion, political and religious propaganda, um, I felt as being a professional psychic, I was in a position to write a self-help book that would enable people to, um, shall we say, it would be simple enough for a beginner, but challengingly, challenging enough for a seasoned psychic. So the purpose of the book is to not only demystify, but also normalize spiritual experiences with rational explanations and information that will enable people to discover this as- aspect of their spiritual selves, if you like. Um, and hopefully, the book will also encourage them to develop their abilities if they want to onto a a, a, a profession. So it, it, it's, it's a multitask book, really, but, but
0: fundamentally a self-help. Yeah,.: project. Yeah, I, I did yeah. find that actually when reading the book, it's um, a great uh, self-help book on how to develop and recognize symbols and not to fall down certain yeah. holes you know in terms of discernment and stuff like that, but also and how it, not you know, sort of encouraging, but also um, giving people the good grounded skills to become a professional psychic: yeah, um,
1: Absolutely. Um, because it's it, it's all within us and you know, nobody everybody can achieve this. Nobody is any better or worse than anybody else. I think with regard to spiritual awareness we're all on the same playing field and um you know, I I think people need to understand that, that, you know, it's there within them if they want it. Um I think it I, I think gives places the reader in a position where he or she can identify their own abilities in such a manner that it um, basically encourages them to reflect over their experiences, if they've had any, and if they have, to gain peace of mind. If they think something, you know, difficult or horrible or awful has happened, uh, what in actual fact, it's quite the opposite, it's something marvellous and 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 exciting has occurred. Um, so I, I hope that the the reader works through the book. And, as they do they 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 gain reassurance and gain confidence in their spiritual abilities in in how they work with spirit rather than how I work with spirit, which is obviously because we're all unique um, I think by taking ownership of one's psychic abilities, we are actually embracing spirit, and as we do so we we've become the best of who we are and when we become the best of who we are then mankind benefits you know i i think it is a fu- it, it's a fundamental right if you like that enables us to become the best of who we
0: are yeah so with, you, with your own journey um i mean have you kind of written this book on uh something that inspired you from your own learning of becoming a professional psychic where it was Um, because some people find it difficult to sort of move into the money thing don't there's always a bit of an issue around all this some people agree with it other people don't
1: yeah i i think um i think people fall into so many different categories um i i personally was psychic since birth um I'm a dyslectic and i've got a higher learning issue and left school at fourteen, so I come from a very different place um, to a lot of people who went through the system and you know went to college or university. Um, I came to life at sixteen when I went out with my first job that you know and from there um, I was very successful um, but um Basically, uh, what got me, my although I've been psychic all my life, and I never understood that my mother, my grandmother, had died because I kept on seeing a walk around the house. <laughs> um, it my I think really the first time I thought, okay, what's happened here? Um, when was when my daughter was in um, intensive care, and I saw her energy leave her body, and I just rushed over and pushed it back. Really? Finally. Yeah. And um I didn't think twice. I didn't think it was unusual. Um, I just did it. it. It 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 just you know, it's what one does. And um she survived and I didn't think anything more of it. I went back to my career and, and that was it. But I think the the big whammy came for me in nineteen ninety two when I lost the ability to function due to shock. And I think in hindsight, well, I know in hindsight, looking back, it was my way of going through the first rebirthing process, but obviously I knew nothing about that sort of thing at the time. And um, it it ended up with me basically rebuilding my life, uh, becoming a very different person to who I was before that time. And um, I went on a crystal healing course for two years, and I, it I, it was like Dr. Walter. Um, I've, I've you know, it it just made so much sense to me mm. that it was you know, it was just so normal. There was no question, there was no doubt. I just knew everything. I know that sounds awful, yeah. but I did.
2: Like an awakening.
1: Obviously, the past life memories tends rushing up, and I, I do believe that anybody who does have higher language problems, dyslectic learning um, issues, or anything like that, it's a huge, massive gift mm. um, because it we're not programmed, we we're, we're not structured. Our brains work differently; they're rewired differently, and I think I I think that is. Um, um, is why i found this just so it's just natural for me um but obviously there are people who do go through the system who are just as able um and um they'll they'll work through it in their way does that make sense
0: it does yeah well we're sort of aware that the system is almost designed to program us a certain way isn't it sort of the right is is it the left brain thinking yeah absolutely
1: absolutely Um, And uh, it's understandable um, on one level, but I think there's no coincidence that they disencourage the right brain. Um, because it's through the right brain one empowers.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs> so you know <laughs> I understand it, but I also think there's a hidden agenda there. <laughs> yeah. if you don't get yeah. into that; that's something slightly different.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we do cover things like that, you know, on, on the website as well.
1: Yes, I um, know you do. Yes, yeah. yes, but in the book, I have I've I've sure we say grazed it, but I've mm. certainly kept away from it um, because I, I didn't want to detract. From the aim of the book, which mm. was actually to give people confidence and self-esteem, not take them through a roller coaster of conspiracy theories.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think most people who visit the website are already on that kind of track, anyway, aren't they? really oh, yeah, so absolutely, you know.
1: absolutely. <laughs> well, they would be, wouldn't they? Because they've they've activated their psychic abilities. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, would you say you went through like a a sudden awakening, though? Although you had the, the psychic ability from a young age. Did something happen to you oh, that yes. was just like a Oh, yes, it, boof, it, it was know, so like...
1: traumatic. And I, I, hmm. what I have learned working on the lines is the number of people that are driven into this through one form of trauma or another. Um, it, it, it could be made redundant, loss of health, being knocked over by a car, um, break-up of a relationship. It seems to me that we're driven in... Um, the ones that are particularly thick, maybe like myself, we didn't actually mm. <laughs> pick up on it. <laughs> Spirit yeah. had to use a, a, a sledgehammer. <laughs> right.
0: So, so, so maybe you could have done it gently, but because you kind of held back, it, it hit you with a sudden bang. like You know. Yeah. It, 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 it,
1: you know. I didn't. I. I think that. I think that's what is so important. I didn't realise that I was psychic, and even. Even at the times I did, I was, didn't have the maturity or the knowledge or the support to be able to do anything with it. Because this was, you know, uh, when I first um, originally, uh, originally um, picked up, I think I, I was seven. And, you know, being brought up in a, uh, in a, in a Catholic family and going to a convent... Mm-hmm. Um, at uh, my generation, it, it, the number of people that would have ended up in mental hospitals yeah, if they said sure. they were seeing something, you know, that's mm. where you were put. And so there was, no, there, there was no support and encouragement. So I think the higher self was actually protecting the likes of me until sort of time caught up with this, shall we say, mm. and we were able to be who we are without being locked up.
0: So do you, um, obviously the book's about uh, psychic um, sort of divination through tarot and stuff like that, but do you also work in a mediumistic sense as well with with spirit and guides and things like that?
2: Yes.
1: Well, well, at at the end of the day, um, I I, I can't see any um, difference myself between one ability and another to me it's it's like a huge pot of soup Mm. with different vegetables in it and you know you can take whatever vegetables you want at the time um but um as far as um the, the 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 issue of tarot is concerned um I I do think that it is um it isn't any better or worse than any other form of divination um but I, I, I personally like it because it uses every aspect. It uses your mediumship skills. It uses your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, your clairsentience. It, you, you get the information through an array of symbols, um, through the personality types, through numerology, astrology, color. You know, I mean, it, it, it's a wealth. Each card has a wealth of information on it, and if, if, if you. Um, no color therapy and astrology and numerology. You're you're halfway there.
2: Mm.
1: You know, so it it it. it you know, it's, it's I I like I like the tarot for that reason, but then on the other hand, I can cut up an onion and I can read from that. or I can oh, break I an egg and yeah. I can read from that. So, so
0: is it patterns? I, mm-hmm? Is it sort of seeing things within patterns? Then do you absolutely. Because I think when when you look at the different archetypes in tarot, you think. Is that are those archetypes kind of ingrained in the very fabric of our universe and the universe or across everything, or is it because we've been conditioned with those archetypes through the cards or
1: um, I, I think I, th- I personally think that um, it's in our DNA, and I think that it's in the cosmos hmm. and i I think they're already out there, and w- we pick up on them these energies and we form them into an understandable shape that we can work with um, but I think archetypes are were there long before the human race and they'll be long there after the human race
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know it, it is um, I it, I think that it's all of this was there before before humans started to crawl out of the sea
0: gotcha yeah So with, with the book as well another question I've got actually is mm. the um, you know have have psychics become a little bit more um fearful of giving messages that they once would have been able to give like sort of predictions and things because of the the change in law and? Um, like. i
1: i think it's a it, it's taking responsibility for the information that you give um um i think the whole issue of prediction it 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 is a it is a dangerous route to go on because you're not you're actually disempowering somebody if you predict. Um, vulnerable people will take you uh, words verbatim, mm. and and then wonder why something hasn't happened. And um, in this day and age, um, psychics can be sued for that either by um, through being accused of obtaining money through false whatevers fraud, um, or actually causing um, mental, emotional, or or physical distress. Now, they say that the prediction itself isn't illegal, and it's not. But on another hand, um, if if a psychic predicts and the prediction doesn't come out, and they get a lawyer who who reshapes the whole thing, the psychic will be prosecuted um, and hasn't got a leg to stand on. I mean, not even insurance um, for psychics cover prediction. So... But I I think that the issue is that you can get the information and you can reword it. It's It's an issue of phrasing which enables the client to still be in control of their lives to make the decisions with the information that comes through. But on the other hand, it's also the issue that clients hear a prediction even when the psychic isn't predicting. Yeah. So it, 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 it's, it's all to do with psychology. It's all, it's all to do with interpretation. And uh, goodness knows, uh, communication is, is, is very difficult at the best of times. But it's better to be safe than sorry. And um, I, I personally think that prediction is disempowering. And it can also control and it can, it, it can encourage people to become addicted Um, do readings I don't think it's a healthy practice at all um, if it's used in psychic readings if you see what I mean and and people pay for it
0: so what what do you think that the true purpose of a reading is is it because is it more about outlining potentials and giving you guidance giving options getting
1: the information that we need from the big picture None of us are very good at looking at the big picture. We're too close to the little picture. We are the little picture. But everything happens for a reason and there are no failures or mistakes. And the only way that we can get the big picture is to distance ourselves from our situation. And people phone up psychics such as myself to get confirmation, to get additional information, to get clarification, to clear Confusion there'll be a meridian of things um they, they they we can be used as a confessional um it it's it, it we we can accommodate whatever the human need is. It's yeah. as simple as that, and that's our purpose as far as I can see
2: yeah
1: um you know there's we're all unique, and our our reasoning is unique. But I do know that we play a very important role and I think that role isn't recognised but I think it is becoming recognised as long as we keep away
2: from prediction.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, another a big thing in, in the book as well is to do with discernment and also where people can become either too grounded or their heads up in the yeah. clouds, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So-
1: um I, I I think um I think it's really important to understand that um thinking and daydreaming are the two major causes for ungrounding. Okay. Um the fact that our feet are on the ground means that we are grounded, that our heads take us up into the air through our minds. Um the warning signs when we're not grounded, um is that you, well, we've all done it, haven't we? Walking along the street, literally lost in thought, and you either trip, that will bring you back down to earth, or a loud sound or something will make you jump, or somebody will tap you on the shoulder and make you jump. Um, Whenever you jump, it is a sign that you were out of your body and your mind was out of your body, and you're you're coming back in. Um, And for all intents and purposes... Um, it's impossible to remain grounded all the time if you're somebody that is naturally ungrounded. So uh, somebody who is naturally grounded, it will be impossible for them to be ungrounded all the time. But the best way to do it is to be aware that the the issue of grounding, identify whether you're, shall we say, a space cadet or somebody that is um, solid and fixed, and then get a, like a black stone in your pocket to remind you if, you if you want to ground and think, you know, double check, am I grounded? Just check. It's discipline. It's discipline. Mm. That's all that can help you really. And if you're ungrounded, you know, a bit of labradorite would be brilliant, take you up a bit. So it, it, but I think it's education. I think it's actually knowing the, the concept of grounding um, and then taking responsibility for it and understanding it. And by understanding it, what you're doing is you're doing it. Hmm. Does that make
0: sense? It does. So, but we, I mean, because you sort of think naturally that if you're um, not very grounded and your head's in the clouds that you'd actually be a good psychic or medium because you're elsewhere. No, because but... it,
1: it, 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 um, the two aren't naturally connected um it it needs to be structured shaped it needs a we're all, although we're all psychic um we're very far away from accepting that we're all psychic and that our psychic abilities have purpose they have reasons um people that are aware of psychic ability um it, it it's it's like because we're psy- or psychic we automatically know how to manage it and we don't we have to we have to learn how to man- manage it through practice in the same way as we have to learn to walk do you see what i mean
2: yeah, and yeah.
1: so yes obviously it's marvelous if you're up in the air yes it, it means that you will be able to connect to spirit very very quickly but you won't Make that connection on a conscious level unless you are saying to yourself, "I'm a psychic and I want to connect to spirit,
0: yeah, do you see what I mean yeah, 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 I guess I guess it's through discipline, isn't it i mean it is it? people it do re- do remote viewing, don't they um yeah. like, and they're very disciplined and structured yeah. in what they do
1: absolutely, absolutely. the discipline to do something and the discipline not to do something and it it, you have to discipline the mind the mind's all over the place isn't it and with remote rearing what happens is that you're given a target and that target um, disciplines the mind and focuses it and the energy the mind literally goes to that target now if you don't have a target your mind is out all over the place it's into the cosmos the different universes it's running along the hyper communications network it's running wild it's running free which is absolutely marvelous but it can't get you the information that you need if it's not disciplined
0: yeah i guess that then ties into discernment because if you're completely open head in the clouds then How do you know, you know, what kind of energy you're picking up, whether it's good or bad? yeah,
1: this I think, my attitude on this, I know is is a lot of people may find a little bit challenging, but I generally don't believe that there are negative energies out there. I believe that we produce negative energies ourselves through fear. I believe our subconscious does it for us. Um, And if you focus on negativity, you create... Fear, if you focus on fear, you can create some very distressing experiences for yourself because your mind is so powerful. So I personally, every fiber in my body rejects the concept that there's evil energies out there. What I do know is that there are different energies that have got different vibrational energies to us And if we come across a vibrational energy that doesn't um, complement our own, then it causes disruption in our energy field. It's something new. That's when we go into fear mode. That's when we transfer our fears onto something that we don't understand and say, oh, it's evil. And all you have to do, and I say, oh, it is very simple, but again, you have to know that you can do it is simply adjust your vibrational energy until you feel comfortable with the entity that you've picked up on. Um, But that entity will be there to help you. That entity has information for you. It's not there to scare the living daylights out of you. It's there to give you the information that you need, and it's up to you because you're in control of who you are. You're in control of... Um, your actions it's up to you to increase or decrease to find that energy so that you can interact with that entity um, without scaring yourself
0: so i mean so really the bottom line is that if you're open up to energies is that um, you have to be a very balanced individual, really, because... Mm,
1: I think you have to take responsibility. Yeah. I don't think anybody's anybody is, is balanced, quite honestly.
0: Yeah, but what I mean is if, you, if you're kind I of fearful you, and nervous, then... It, it,
1: it, if, if you're scared of something, you'll create something that scares you because we are what we think. If you're not scared of something, you're either naive or you know what you're doing. Yeah. If you know what you're doing you will still come across a vibrational energy that will stop you in your tracks and you will be groping around for a rational reason for what you're seeing. But then you've got to get over that and say, ground, ground, ground. What's my vibrational energy? What is the vibrational energy of what I'm picking up on? And adjust your vibrational energy to that vibrational energy. And then that process enables a positive connection to be made. But if somebody goes into something very gifted, very open, and doesn't ground and doesn't take responsibility, and thinks that it's easy peasy, um, then they're going to get a hell of a shock, and they deserve it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, did you are these sort of things you've experienced yourself on, on oh, your? Oh yes, yeah.
1: yes, yes. I mean. Mm. Absolutely. Um, you know, I remember I was in the park one day and I was working with the holy Spirit that comes in two formats: a beautiful maiden and a skeleton. And it's all very well dealing with this stuff, but when you start to see the buggers appearing mm. in front of your eyes
2: do they appear- in the
1: park, then you think, "My God, what's happening here?" And you just have to stare it out, and you just have to watch.
0: So do you and see do you have- these physically with your? Yes, physically?
1: yes. I mean, sometimes I have to poke. Um, what I see, to see whether it's a human being or not, or whether it's spirit. Um, one day I was in um, a very important meeting, and I just saw somebody walk through the wall into my living room. Well, I, For some reason, it was acceptable for this person to walk through the wall. I didn't I didn't mind that. I didn't see that to be unusual. What I did object to was somebody walking into my living room carrying two heavy bags, and no. I didn't know them.
0: Did they... I- so, I mean, what did they look like? Were they of this oh, kind of time? It was time? an older
1: woman. It was an older woman. She had growing hair, bun at the back, bent over slightly. But I think that was probably because she was carrying mm. two very heavy bags, and she must have been about five foot, five foot two. And I would imagine from from what she looked like, she was about seventy four. Mm. And she had flat heels on. She had thick stockings. She had a straight skirt and a jumper on. And it was gray and blue that she was wearing. And she was a person. And I knew she was a person. So I went rushing after her saying, oh, excuse me, somebody's just come in. I just need to speak to them. And then when I got into the room, obviously, nobody was there. And then I said, who was that? And I was told, oh, that's the previous owner of the house. Oh. And then she'd walked, I'd renovated the property because that's another part of my life. I'd mm. renovated several, well, about seven or eight um, houses. And um, she'd walked through the wall that I'd put up that enabled her to get into the front room.
0: Right. So, so I mean, did you work out why she was there? I mean, no, had, she'd,
1: she'd, she'd just come in. She'd so, just come in to do her shopping. So, as far as she was concerned, she was just coming into her house.
0: <laughs> so was she a I mean because you know you think when you pass over you would want to give up those kind of attachments or does she no, not know that no, she's no
1: no oh. right what what she was doing for me was um, she was she came in in that form to give me a message and the message oh,
2: right. she had
1: for me was I was carrying baggage it was ah. bending me over it was aging me drop the bloody baggage girl
0: <laughs> excellent yeah. That's great, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, they come in for a reason. So if you've got a, a, a soldier that's been blasted to hell and it comes in, you know, in all different bits and pieces, it shows that you're shattered. You've got to pull yourself together. Wow. Um, you know when that yeah. um, um, rocket exploded with the teacher and all those people got killed? I had the woman come in mm. and... Um, she she was giving me information and people saying, oh, they'd come in to get you to put them all back together again. And I said, they don't need me to put them back together again. They, they, they're coming in to show me something, you know, and it, I got information about what had happened and why that blew up as well. And then it's my choice as to whether or not, I wanted to do something about that, which I chose not to do. And then she would have gone to somebody else and said, look, you know, this needs to be raised. um, This is the information, what happened. You know, there's loads of different reasons why. I mean, Vicky Wall, you know, Aura Soma? She came in and um, when I bought the the little coloured files, for doing car therapy. Yeah. And I had great fun with that, with her. And apparently, Aurasoma, unbeknown to me, had just been taken over and she wasn't happy with it.
2: Right. And this
1: is when I was doing the course and I said, I don't understand what's happening here. But then I didn't. I didn't understand, you know, I know more now than I did back then.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so- but no, these people come in and you're given a choice. You either roll with it yeah. and pass on the messages, which I personally don't do, but that's my choice. Other people will. But it's always for you as well. It was showing me that yes, I needed to work with colour therapy, it was important. Um and um that I had that ability to pick up on people.
0: Pick up, yeah. So was I mean, just was the shuttle thing sabotaged? Is that the message they're trying to give to you? Or was it more of a personal message for or you? What,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I it is my understanding. That it was sabotaged.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I've, I've read a lot of things that join the dots on it being sabotaged, but I've never yeah. had confirmation on like that through. Yeah, uh...
1: it was. It was my understanding, and it was a massive. It, it 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 was the links I was being given. It it took us a far away from the shuttle itself. It it was bizarre why that why um, um, that whole issue happened. Yeah. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, that, that is what I was advised.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is it's actually quite a dark and murky subject to go down, actually, if you really research it. And it's uh... Oh,
1: it certainly is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I didn't know yeah. much.
2: <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I you know, to...
1: I, I, I think the issue is here, you've mm. got to be a realist. Mm. And I do get information in, and I I do know the source is correct, and I do know, um, I know exactly what's happened. But if you do have the courage to say something, a they won't take any notice of you. But if you're unlucky enough to ha- have somebody to take notice of you, um, then there have been people that wish that they hadn't.
2: Yeah, that's right. And I think yeah. you've
1: got to take responsibility for that and, and recognise that um, it isn't... There's, there's, you know, there's stuff going on that really we all know about, but I don't want to get involved in it, no. and I'm not going to get involved in it.
0: I mean, all, all we can hope for as well is that, you know, the world is sort of waking up, perhaps... It seems to be, but you know, you can't help be be skeptical. I think
1: you've got to, you've got yeah. to have the positive and the negative, yeah. don't you? You've got you've got to have balance. Cannot exist unless you have two extremes. Yes, and it's in human nature. Um, we're, we're all, as we all know, we're light beings learning about mm. humanity. We're not, uh, and man's in humanity to man. We are on. Um, on, on, in a huge school, a university, a light being school of university, learning about humanity, and you've got to understand the inhuman side of it to be able to identify the magnificence of the human soul, which yeah. is magnificent.
0: I, I agree with that, actually, but I think if we, if, you, if we live in ignorance, then we don't know what's out I, there. I think but there are we, two things. One yeah. is
1: ignorance, but one is in denial. And I think there are so many people that actually don't want to know. They
0: don't want to know the hidden
1: agendas. They don't want to know about the new world order. They don't want to know. Yeah. And I I can understand that. Um, I I can understand that, and that's their right. Um, And. It, it and knowledge is a dangerous thing, and yeah. it can mess your head up
0: if um, you don't control it. So, I mean, a question I've got for you actually. This, this is something I feel as well. Right? So, we we come here to learn lessons, to know the different polarities and stuff like that. Do you? I mean, if we if we come here, we start we're studying and we're learning about how the world really works. Like some of some of the hidden agendas and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. that that must be part of our learning journey to oh, be here. And we're choosing to learn and open our eyes. And so really, Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, really, the goal is really that everyone should be doing that, but not everyone is ready.
1: Well, different people come in at different stages of their their, their awakening, don't they? Mm. You know, it, it, it's like you've got kindergarten and it goes up to the PhD thing. And you can't expect somebody that's in kindergarten to be able to take their PhD. You know, it, it it is where we all come in, but at the end of the day, you've got to have that other side to balance karma and go through the learning curves. You cannot go through learning. You cannot implement the learning and mm. balance the karma unless you go through the learning curve. And yeah. you've got to have a scenario that enables that learning ter- curve to take place.
0: It's almost like steps, isn't it? You can't learn yeah. something unless you've learned something else. Yeah. Otherwise, Absolutely. You just reject Absolutely. it otherwise, don't you?
1: And, and, and the people that don't want to know, they're, they're, they're not sitting on their backsides doing sweet FA. What, what they're doing is supporting the people that are actually saying, oh, bloody hell, what have I discovered here? You know, so they, they'll, they'll ha- they have a major positive role to play. It's just that it's not obvious. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the people that are, uh, are, are criticized for sitting on the sofa... Watching telly all day and night are the very ones that are grounding the likes of you and i um and it that you know there is an awful lot of lot of hypocrisy going on and and judgment that is is not acceptable on one level but then on the other level it's all part of the process
0: yeah okay
1: and um, that's it really
0: so really you know like we sort of talk about archetypes at a personal level and there's a lot of talk about the, um, the times we live in being you know uh, great changes stuff like that mm. people call it ascension awakening stuff like that do you do you feel that on an archetype level that we really are in a time where there's going to be great transformation
1: oh right. yes yes we're, we're in it aren't we I mean it started in 2006 and this is what everybody's been working towards. It's called the ebbing time, and it's got a social shift attached to it. Now, we usually have about three ebbing times in any one good lifetime up to the age of 84 and beyond, but this one's got a social shift attached to it, which corresponds to the social shift in the 60s, except it's a different one. It's taking us away from materialism. And um, it, it, it is, it, it, this is um, all part of what's going on um, with regard to I- I human involvement and um, it, it's going to go on for the, well, it's, it's taken goodness knows how long to create, it's going to take goodness knows how long for us to w- work through it, but w- we are in a, a transitioning time of 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 the human development on every level.
0: Yeah. I mean, Except, I mean,
1: it's come in the form that people weren't expecting, that's all.
0: It's sort of I think that it's going to be a lot of the young people seem to be involved in that. I've sort been reading blogs um, by young people that, um, I mean, mainly in the United States with this growing Occupy Wall Street movement where yeah. young kids are sort of saying, No, we completely reject the system. It's, it's broken. We don't care about it. Absolutely. It's dead.
1: Absolutely. They're outside of the control.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't want it. It's just goodbye. No. It's dead.
1: No. <laughs> They're the ones that are taking us away from the issue of materialism. Mm. Um, we've been totally and utterly. Um crippled by debt, that's what the power's going to be. They've disempowered us through debt, and we've been disempowered through debt, through materialism. And the youngsters, like they did in the sixties, they're saying, No, 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 I've got nothing to lose. no. and they're they're outside of the um the power that's been created by the powers that be. Mm. So absolutely, very, very exciting times, very difficult times, very courageous young people. um, And, you know, all we can do is to support them as much as we can.
0: Yeah, I, mean, it's, I think it is It's great. It is really great. It's good to see that people are awakening up because we've seen a, a kind of a spiritual awakening over the last, you know, sort of decade. A lot of people taking interest in psychic and spiritual yeah. stuff. Yeah, and th-
1: yeah, well, it started in, um, I think the first Indigo children started to come through after 1945. Um, and there, then there were the pre-Indigos. Um, so, you know, it, it goes back a long way, a long, long way. But I think we're in the fourth or fifth generation of the indigo children now. Yeah. And with each generation, they're bringing in more and more information. They're becoming more empowered.
2: More feisty. Um, to,
1: to counterbalance that, there's more addiction and um, there's more violence and there's more nastiness going on. Um, but then you've got to have the balance. You've got to have one with the other
0: yeah but if i think yeah but i think when you push people to extremes though we you know like people who yeah. want to tear down barriers and authority if you yeah. push them to the you know rock bottom they are you going to react only, yeah.
1: you can only push people so far and i think what is it if somebody said we're only 24 hours away from anarchy mm. and we are only 24 hours away from anarchy you know once the food runs out and i think it's it's 24 hours um that's when you're going to start to get anarchy but the, we're we're not as civilised as we think we are.
2: We no, dress ourselves
1: no. up in civilization clothes. Take off the clothes, and you'll go back to people um, going right back to being survivalists
0: yeah. and
1: looking after their own little patch.
0: That's why it's amazing to see the Japanese though after the uh, the tsunami. Because yeah. they they acted with honour. There was no <laughs> violence or no, uh,
2: stealing. No, absolutely,
1: absolutely. But then I think the the atom bomb, which um, I mean, they, they learned from that. They they learned from that atom bomb, and what we're seeing now is just how much they did l- learn. Because can you believe it? Uh, radiation is again hitting that uh, mm. that, that their country. And this time, um, they are they're, they're, they're behaving in an exemplary manner. So it, they're giving us an excellent example how, of how when you do learn and you implement the learning curves, that you become the best of who you are.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean it'd be nice if, if you know, if, but everyone was like that in a way, sort of helping each other. I think they a, will, because yeah.
1: example, you can't get anything better than example, can mm. you? And if we were, God forbid, if we were at war, then the old ways that were in the war, in the Second World War and the First World War, people helping other people would come to the fore again.
0: Um,
1: But you can't expect that sort of camaraderie in peacetime.
0: No, because no.
1: It's a different environment, you see
0: because I've sort of read things about that this these these are times of great tests, so when you're sort of put into a situation where you're lacking things, you can either be someone that hoards everything or you could be someone that actually gives and helps others. It's like the, a time that really uh, sort of um splits the wheat from the chaff, if you like. yeah
1: you know. absolutely, we're all being tested. Mm. um the ebbing that is exactly what the ebbing time does. Success in the ebbing time is hanging on to what you have. Um, There will be some people that will manage that. There will be some people that that will actually lose everything that they've got. And that is in the process of happening. And it it is a clearing, if you like. And the people that are able to recognize the times within which we live and approach their lives with an ebbing time brain... Um, they're the ones that are going to be able to think outside of the box and survive. The ones that go into denial and try and deal with the ebbing time with a flowing time brain, they're the ones that will lose what they everything they have. Yeah. And that—that's all there is to it. You know, it—it it's, there's, there's, it seems to be very black and white. Um, and this is a very testing time, and it is testing everybody. And I think our stress levels have gone up something like 15%. Um, and it, it's continuous. And this is not going to go away for a long time. It could be oh, as long as, what, 2020.
0: Yeah. So do you think the year 2012 is um, a distraction or a well, midpoint? Well, I, or...
1: I think the 20... Well, if, if you look at the Gregorian calendar, he made a mistake, didn't he? He made a six-year mistake. So 2012 actually happened in twenty six.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay, and um, and that's when the Ebbing time started.
0: Yeah. Okay. Lot, I yep.
1: I think we're already in twenty twelve, and I think the comp, um, the 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 issue of the Marian calendar could probably be more associated with the
2: sunspots.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's weird, yeah. the sunspot thing, isn't it? Because they're saying on one hand that it's actually, um, the sun is in is a solar maximum, but it seems to be uh, not doing much. But actually, yeah. it's doing quite a lot, I think. Yeah. It's a lot of really big solar flares. I mean, they saw um, solar flares as, as far as um, southern states in America last night, a huge yeah. storm. Yeah,
1: yeah. So the sun is is behaving in a manner that it hasn't behaved before. We've got no records for it behaving the way that it is now. And I think that is connected to 2012.
0: Yeah, because that's what they talk about. Isn't See you? what I mean? Yeah, they talk about the sun, the disc becoming angry almost. Yes, you know?
1: yes. Um, and to accommodate that... Um, um, the ebbing time, which started in 2006, so it, I, I think 2012 is is very very complex. I do believe there is a shift. I don't believe it's going to be the end of the world. I think it is. It's already started that society is changing. That's the ebbing time with the social shift, and um, I think on top of it, it is this issue of the sun and we're going into the climatic. Um, A new era, the Earth is going into a new era of climatic change, not necessarily global warming, which obviously does exist, but it's also to do with the sun, which we have no control
0: over. No, that's right. And there's also, there seems to be evidence out there um, that appears to show the other planets heating up as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, we're expanding, aren't we? Mm. The, the the universe is expanding quicker and quicker and quicker. And obviously, heat that we're getting hotter and hotter and hotter. Expansion, kinetic energy causes heat.
0: Mm. It's incredible, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, and and we can go faster than the speed of light. You know, now they're mm. discovering that. So once once they understand that, because we know the mind can go faster than the speed of light. Mm. Um, If the mind can go faster than the speed of light, other things can go faster than the speed of light. And if you think about it, the Big Bang went faster than the speed of light.
0: Well, they they also know about entanglement as well, don't they? Where so that's that's instant.
1: You know, so it it, it is it's our, it, what what is happening? It is it is just that again, it's the big picture It's happening. Everything is as it should be, but we don't have the knowledge or the information to be able to look at the big picture, and that's all part of our learning. The reason why we don't have it is because we're learning it.
0: Yeah. I mean. Wow. Okay. All right. So just just to wrap up now um, with with the book. Um, I mean. What what do you think is the the main thing in the book that can really help you know the readers that that buy it? What's the main message?
1: I think the main message is that you are far more than you realise. Yeah. If you see what I mean. Yeah. Um, I, I, if 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 you want to know who you are, only you can know who you are, and you can only know who you are. If you meet all of who you are, and by interacting with your psychic self, you are becoming whole.
0: Yeah, it's sort of learning who you are, isn't, and, it, isn't yeah, it? And, and Is
1: it? Yeah, and and benefiting accordingly. It it it's meeting yourself.
0: And, and sometimes you know, like. it, it Look in the mirror. It's not always great, is it? It sort of reveals some well, truth. Well, I think I
1: think yeah. we're all scared shitless of <laughs> yeah. ourselves. Quite honestly, I think yeah. I and I think we're a hell of a lot. I think we're a hell of a lot better than we actually are. As, as as it says mm. in the book, you know, we are made for good goodness, but yeah. at the end of the day, we're, we're, our ability to abuse, um, we are brought up in a disempowered environment, that in, a disempowered improved abusive in, uh, environment, abuse is learned, it doesn't come naturally, so you can't be surprised if people look at themselves in the mirror and say, I don't like myself yeah and the only way that you can actually start to like yourself is to identify who you are and the only way you can do that is to work mind body and spirit
0: indeed and yeah
1: spirit is an integral part of it
0: but it's interesting what you say about sort of going through a shock because i that's what i i went through a shock and really that's when i discovered who i was and yeah. when i look back I I'm, I'm two people without a doubt because the person i was before that shock is a million miles away from the person that I became. And I. Oh, yeah. And then when I became who I was, I, I knew that I didn't know who I was before. I just was yes. this person just sort of blindly walking through life. Yeah, you know,
1: and this book is one of the, um, shall we say, tools that can be used to help people go through that process without having shock.
2: <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
1: An yeah. easier way to come into who you are rather than being hit over the mallet like myself or like you. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it makes life easier I for think,
0: me. Yeah, I think we humans like shock. I think that's the that's that's the only way, isn't it, really? Um But well, no. we're
1: all drama queens, aren't we? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. I mean it's wonderful talking to Elizabeth and um actually some of the subjects we touched upon is made the show very interesting. And uh, and I think we do. We live in exciting times, and you know I think we've all got something we can look forward to. You know, absolutely,
1: absolutely. We're all marvellous. We're all great, and it's about time we broke up to it, isn't it? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Okay. So if if people, sorry, go on and say that.
1: So so no, what I was going to say is that you know if you look after yourself, then it saves people having to look after you. If you can become responsible for yourself, look after yourself. You you become independent and that is how you become who you are.
0: That's right.
2: Basically.
0: And also, if you look after yourself, you can help others because you're no good helping others if you're... So we
1: can't help anybody else. We can only help ourselves, but we can act as examples. And example is the best way of learning. So if you, encu- if you, if you encourage others by saying, yes, you can do this, what you're doing is that you're actually helping yourself or you're reinforcing your own belief. Okay, which needs to be reinforced. We're all self-serving, so we don't actually help anybody without first thinking, "How can this benefit me?" Mm. Do you see what I mean? I
0: do, and I I think you have to learn it yourself. Because actually, when you just said that, it's like when your parents try and tell you things, and they, you know, you should do this. You know, you don't listen to them. You don't want to listen to advice. You can't listen to them. You
1: can't afford to listen to them because you have to find out for yourself.
0: You have to experience it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's it saves- the only
1: thing that we've got is to, is is to go through experience and 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 then that's what creates wisdom.
0: Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. So if people want to buy your book, I know you've got two websites set up. You've got yeah. um, www.giftthebook.co.uk, dot co dot uk and you've got your own website www.elizabethfrancis.co.uk. dot dot co dot uk.
1: And but you can also get it from Amazon because we've got that sorted out now. And um, you can get it from major bookshops if you order it. And um, slowly but surely, it's actually selling. I think what four or five different countries now.
0: Wow! Have you had good feedback and response from the book?
1: I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm astonished at the feedback. Excellent. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the, you know, the the, the feedback that is going to say, well, actually, I don't agree with this. I think that it's a load of crap. But I haven't had that yet. <laughs>
2: <That's> <laughs> a good just thing.
1: because I haven't had it doesn't mean mm. it's not going to come. But I haven't had it yet, and I couldn't ask for more. I I genuinely couldn't. I I could not ask for more. You know, it it there's um I'm I'm very grateful that it's been so. Genuinely received, mm. and um, it's very gratifying.
2: Let's just put it
1: like right
0: that. Well, brilliant, and um, you know, thank you for bringing it our way. And I wish you all the very best of luck with the book. And, well, thank uh, you,
1: Ian. I, I thank you again for your support. it's, it's been it's been marvellous. All right. Okay. And you look after yourself, will not you? you. All well, right. thank you for all your lovely work you're doing. Oh, Take thank care. you.